This week on Talking Central Arizona Sports, it's rivalry week between Prescott and Bradshaw, and we'll get you ready for all the action. Hello everyone, my name is Torrance Dunham and welcome to a weekly podcast catching you up on the latest with Central Arizona sports teams. Part of Talking Glass Media's Cast 11 podcast network, the show features game previews and recaps, along with interviews with coaches and players and much more. Let's start off the show with the Prescott High School Badgers football team, who went up to the Dome in Flagstaff and absolutely dominated as region play got underway last week. The Badgers put up 45 points in the first half of a 58-14 win over the Eagles. Cody Leopold continued adding on to his touchdown record, scoring another four on the ground. Five players combined to rush for 144 yards, with Morier Norris scoring two touchdowns and Keen McKelvey adding one. Quarterback Jackson Rice also was a perfect 7-for-7 passing with 129 yards and a touchdown. Here's head coach Cody Collette on the win. Guys came out, played well. We played fast. We started fast, which was a point of emphasis. Um, created some turnovers. Uh, did some good good things defensively. The run game was well. I think we were. I don't think we had any incompletion. So uh, we were pleased. Got everybody get a chance to get in the ball game, which was good. And um, it was a nice win to start off region play with a lot more big ones to come. The Badgers improved to five and one overall on the season as they get set to play Bradshaw in Prescott Valley Friday night at 7 p.m. Here's Colette on what he's looking forward to in another edition of the storied rivalry. Always uh, fun to play Coach Young's team. They're extremely well coached, very disciplined, do an excellent job. Uh, I know at the beginning of the year he said they he thought they would be as good defensively as they were last year, and I think they're uh, definitely approaching that, which is pretty scary because last year's defense was one of the best I had seen in the Grand Canyon. Um, so uh, they're they're an excellent opponent. We've got to make sure they don't control the, the tempo, control the clock, yeah, a number of guys that play both ways. We needed to play at our tempo, not theirs, and that'll be a big factor. And obviously, turnovers and big plays, as they are in every football game, will be uh, emphasized as well. Meanwhile, Bradshaw Mountain football got their second win in a row, beating Mingus 41-0 on the road. It was another good game for the rushing attack as eight players combined to pick up 255 yards, led by junior running back Gabriel Ricketts, who had 157 yards and two touchdowns. Senior Grady Rose scored two touchdowns, and junior Jordan Kelly added another. The Bears' defense came up big, collecting four total sacks, blocking three punts, and a field goal, along with forcing a fumble. Here's head coach Bob Young. Well, we're getting better. Uh, Ed- Played well in all three phases. I thought, you know, the, we dominated the line of scrimmage, you know, especially our defensive line for two weeks in a row has really stepped up and played well. You know, offensively, we moved the ball up and down the field. You know, special teams, we had we had some great – we had blocked four kicks. So, and that's, I don't know that we've ever – in all my years of coaching, we've ever blocked four kicks and kicks in one game. So, great effort overall. Bradshaw evens their overall record to 3-3 with the win, heading into that important game against Prescott. Here's what Young expects from the game and what needs to happen to come out with a victory. There's going to be a battle, as like always. You know, we played them twice last year, and they're they're just, you know, knock-down, drag-out battles. And, you know, we just, you know, we need to play well and, you know, not turn 
not turn the ball over and make a bunch of mistakes. And, you know, that's, I think the team that can do that is going to be the team that's going to win. Coming up, voice of the Bears for 95.9 FM, the cloud match. Showalter joins the show to continue talking about the Bradshaw and Prescott matchup this week. But first, as with most things, a good game plan is key. The annual rivalry football game between Prescott and Bradshaw is a hint that winter is right around the corner. Can your heater handle it? Schedule your fall tune-up today with Yavapai Plumbing and Heating. All the info you need to know can be found on ypeinc.com. That's ypeinc.com. of the Bradshaw Mountain Bears. Joining the show now is the voice of Bears football on 95.9 FM, the Cloud Matt Showalter. Matt, how are you? Doing great, and great to be with you, Torrance. Thanks so much for joining the show. Hey, just real quick before we jump into the team, how long have you been broadcasting Bears football? This will be my 22nd year with the Cloud, and really enjoy it, and looking forward to many more years. Awesome. So having called games all season for the team, what do you think are the Bears' biggest strengths? Biggest strengths right now is the defense. Bradshaw Mountain last game, Mingus, they shut them out 41-0, and Mingus have been averaging over 40 points a game. Bradshaw's defense certainly been playing pretty good. They really turned it on recently, getting good pressure. They're getting better pass coverage. That's been a big part of it. Offensive line, it was young. Torrance is a very young offensive line. They start two sophomores. That was a question coming in this year. But they've done a great job pass blocking for Grady Rose, who comes back from an injury. Grady doing an efficient job. An example of that, against Mingus, he throws for 99 yards, 5 of 7, but no interceptions. And he's been really key for the Bears. So would you, would you consider that to be the team, what kind of changed in the past two weeks? Obviously, the Bears coming in uh, to Mingus uh, won, but the previous weeks to that, three losses. So, you know, they lost three games, now they've won two. Uh, do you think the defense is the thing that's, you know, the thing that's been changed in the past couple of weeks that have put the Bears back on the right path? It has. They moved big James Giggy, I call him Gigabyte, six foot four, 220 pounds. They move him from defensive end to middle linebacker. He's real smart, got great experience. This is his third year on the varsity and doing a tremendous job there. A lot of aggressive work, and he's plugging that middle. Moving Gabriel Ricketts from outside, well, inside linebacker up to defensive ends helped him. And he's been also great as a running back with over 600 yards rushing already this year. But he's been good. Makai Pentaw was moved from corner to free safety. He does a great job coming down in the box and helping in the run game. And Joel Dean then goes from free safety to the corner, doing a great job there. But they've had to play him at free safety due to injuries to Pentaw recently. But that's been some big changes for the Bears. And Bob Young's also dialed up a more, let's say, versatile offense that was still wing T and doing a good job there. But really, it's been a new look offense in a lot of ways with different things they're doing there. So you got that new look offense as well as the improved defense, and they're going to be up to the test this week. You got the rival Prescott coming to uh, Bradshaw for that. Uh, you know, Prescott's one of the best teams in the 4A. They beat Flagstaff 58-14 uh, in the Dome last week. What do you think Bradshaw needs to do to come away with a big victory at home against their rival? Well, it does sound 
somewhat stereotypical, but stay away from the big plays. Stay away from the penalties that really hurt you, and that's been a problem. There are three losses, and see what you can do to stop their wildcat passing. Prescott's relied on the running game. Cody Leopold, 20 touchdowns already this year. That's amazing. But what they've been able to do is out of that wildcat where the running back plays quarterback, and he basically runs with it, they've thrown now. Those running backs are 24 of 25, no interceptions, 330 yards, four touchdowns. That's something. Cody Leopold, you still have to find a way to stop him as a middle linebacker and a running back. He already has 20 touchdowns this year. A lot of teams don't even have that. Gotcha. And and uh, what do you think a win, like if they were able to get one against Prescott, what do you think it would do to the mojo of this club? Oh, it would really, really help the Brasher Mountain Bears. They're on a roll right now after being Thunderbird and Mingus. Brasher Mountain certainly would be in position to win the Grand Canyon region. You still have to play Flagstaff, Coconino, Lee Williams. But it would give them that confidence. Bradshaw, in this Crosstown showdown, they're 7-23 and 23 against Prescott, but they played really well against them last year in the regular season. They won, lost in the playoffs. But Bradshaw Mountain Bears really would show that this team's on the rise and they're in a good position right now. Hey, uh, that was perfect. Uh, last question is, uh, how can people find the broadcast and you on social media? Well, thanks a lot, Torrance. They can listen in to 95.9 FM, The Cloud, also MyRadioPlace.com and the KKLD app, and also to me, social media, at Instagram, Twitter, and elsewhere, at Showvation. Thanks for taking the time, Matt, and hope to have you on the show again soon. Always great to talk with you, Torrance. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Another item of note from that Bradshaw win last week, middle linebacker James Giggy. You just heard Matt Showalter talking about him. He was named the Arizona Cardinals High School Player of the Week for his big performance as he was responsible for all those blocked kicks. It's the second time a Bradshaw Mountain football player has won the award since its inception in 2003, the first being Reno Pacchione in 2003. Thanks to Matt Showalter for the heads up on that. Before we start the whip around, we'll catch up on Chino Valley football real quick as the Cougars lost to Mojave 55-0 on Friday. That drops Chino Valley football's overall record to 3-5 and 1-3 in the region as they get set to host Kingman in the last home game of the season on Friday at 7 p.m. Now it's time to whip around Central Arizona sports teams and get you caught up on previous results and what's to come this week. The Prescott High School badminton team finished the regular season on Monday with a perfect 14-0 overall record, beating Paradise Valley at home 9-0. As the number one ranked team in Division II, they get set for the playoffs, which begin next Monday at home. The Badgers girls volleyball team picked up a win last week, beating Mojave at home 3-1. That moves their overall record to 2-11 and 2-6 in the region, as they get set to host Bradshaw Mountain on Tuesday at 6 p.m. The team will also hit the road for a matchup against Lee Williams on Thursday. Rivalry week continues as the Prescott High School boys and girls swim teams have a meet against both Bradshaw and Winslow on Thursday at 4 p.m. at the Prescott YMCA. The boys and girls cross-country teams will also compete on Saturday in the Ray Rearley Invitational at Pioneer Park in Prescott. The boys golf team also has a match Tuesday at 2 p.m. against Flagstaff and Mingus Union at the Antelope Hills Golf Course in Prescott, while the girls golf team plays Mojave on the road Tuesday at 2 p.m. Over to Bradshaw Mountain now, the girls volleyball team got the win against Mingus last week 3-0. 
The victory improves their overall record to 9-4 and 7-1 in the region as they make the short trip to Prescott on Tuesday at 6 p.m. before hitting the road for a matchup against Flagstaff on Thursday at 6 p.m. As mentioned earlier, the Bradshaw Mountain boys and girls swim teams will compete against Prescott and Winslow on Thursday. The boys golf team is also in action this week against Page and Coconino on the road Tuesday at 2 p.m., while the girls golf team had a meet on Monday against Estrella Foothills and Mingus Union. Ending the high school sports part of the whip around with Chino Valley, the girls soccer team finished the season last week with a 15-0 win over Sedona Red Rock at home. Their regular season ends with an impressive 10-1 overall record and a 4-1 region mark. Next up is the playoffs that get underway next week. The boys soccer team, meanwhile, suffered their first defeat of the season in the final regular season game, 2-1 to Sedona last week. The loss followed an 11-1 win over Page. Their regular season record was 9-1-1 overall and 3-1 in the region. Like the girls team, next up is the playoffs which get underway next week. The Chino Valley girls volleyball team earned a couple of 3-0 wins last week against Borgade Catholic in Wickenburg. At 7-8 overall and 4-5 in the region, they hit the road to play Page on Tuesday at 6 p.m. before hosting Northwest Christian on Thursday at 6 p.m. The boys and girls cross-country teams also have a couple of meets this week as they will participate in the Valley Lutheran Invitational on Wednesday as well as the Ray Weirley Invitational and the Camp Verde High School CC Invite on Saturday. Starting off the collegiate recap with the Embry-Riddle Eagles as the men's soccer team went 1-1 last week, blasting Cal Maritime 12-0 but losing to UC Merced 2-0. That moves the overall record to 12-3-1 and the conference mark to 9-1 as they get set to host Westcliff on Saturday at 3.30 p.m. The women's soccer team, meanwhile, won both their games, 10-0 against Cal Maritime and 2-1 over UC Merced. In the win over UC Merced on Saturday, Kylie Bennett and Aubrey Labno scored goals for the Eagles. At 13-1-1 overall and 10-0 in the conference, they host Westcliff on Saturday at 1 p.m. The women's volleyball team went 2-1 last week with wins over Westcliff and Providence Christian, but a loss to St. Catherine. In the 3-1 win against Providence Christian on Saturday, Emma Barber and Dahlia Hayes each had 11 kills. At 10-11 overall and 7-6 in the conference, they get set to host Antelope Valley on Thursday at 6 p.m. and La Sierra on Friday at 2 p.m. In the UC Riverside Highlander Invitational last week, the men's cross-country team finished 18th of 25, while the women's cross-country team finished 12th of 26. Meanwhile, the men's and women's golf teams will both compete against Arizona Christian at the Antelope Hills Golf Course on Saturday. Ending the whip around with Yavapai College, the Rough Rider men's soccer team last week beat Glendale 1-0 but lost to number 2 ranked Phoenix at home 5-0. That moves their overall record to 8-3-1 and 6-2-1 in the conference as they hit the road to face Scottsdale on Tuesday in the regular season finale. The women's soccer team, meanwhile, also beat Glendale by a score of 7-1 but lost to number 2 ranked Phoenix 3-1. They are 8-7 overall and 7-3 in the conference as they also end the regular season on the road against number 16 Scottsdale on Tuesday. The women's volleyball team had a tough go last week, losing 3-1 to Eastern Arizona and 3-0 to Scottsdale. They play number 13 Glendale on a Wednesday in Cottonwood before returning home Friday for a matchup against Eastern Arizona at 7 p.m. Their record on the season is 4-13 overall with a 2-7 conference record. As I do every week before ending the show, I'd like to give my thoughts on state sports. The Phoenix Suns start this week and I couldn't be more excited. 
both because the Suns have been fun the past few years, but also because I'm tired of talking about how bad the Arizona Cardinals are. Once again, the offense was nowhere to be seen and only mustered three points against Seattle, one of the worst defenses in the NFL. It was so boring this week, I actually, for the first time this season, fell asleep in the middle of a football game. But hey, at least those three points were scored in the first quarter, marking the first time all season the Cardinals have scored in the first quarter. It's clear this offense has no direction or rhythm, and I have doubts the return of DeAndre Hopkins will fix anything, especially with Hollywood Brown getting hurt and expected to miss multiple weeks. I just hope I'll be able to say positive things about the Suns, because I need a break from the Cardinals, and I guarantee I'm not the only fan that's true about. That's all for this week's podcast. Next week on the show, we'll recap the rivalry game between Prescott and Bradshaw. I'm Torn Sunham, and this has been Talking Central Arizona Sports, part of Talking Glass Media's Cast 11 Podcast Network. Have a great week, and we'll see you back here next Tuesday. All right, man.